the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back in. We're going to get right back into it because this conversation is fire. Uh, Talking with Patrick Byrne, uh, he has created Deep Capture, and we're going to get to the latest article published there in just a moment. But before we went to break, uh, he said, you know, by the way, <laughs> uh, they're trying to steal the elections and we have proof that they did it in 2020. Uh, Patrick, uh, I'm going to tee the question up this way. It, it doesn't take I, – I, I fancy myself a journalist. It doesn't take a whole lot of homework for somebody to get beyond the disclaimer that Trump is is telling this big lie. You look – I mean a movie like 2000 Mules comes out and you can see that ballots were harvested – Rasmussen reports now says that 10 percent of people polled said they know somebody who had a mail-in ballot that they sent to another state. Uh, Facebook files, Twitter files show that the federal policing apparatus was involved in influencing social media companies to uh, suppress some information, promote other types of information. And states – I covered this in the lead-up to the election. Lots of states made changes to their election rules leading into the election. What did you uncover? Are are there two or three big things that you go, no, this is it, and we've got the receipts? No, this is it. The the machines are crooked. The machines that you are voting on, I'll give you the short version now. There's a name you need to know, Smartmatic. Smartmatic was started by some Venezuelan software guys who came to Florida in 2001 and filed a a Delaware company, Smartmatic. But it's Venezuelan money and Venezuelan soft uh, engineers behind it. And basically, it's owned by the cartel. It's the Venezuelan cartel. When you buy a laptop computer, whether you buy Dell or HP or Lenovo, inside it's all Microsoft operating system. Similarly, when you buy, when counties buy election equipment, whether it be Dominion Heart or ESNS, the software, the operating system inside is all legacy back to Smartmatic. And lastly, the machines are actually made over there in Taiwan. Smartmatic makes the machines. They just put a different label on it, depending on which of those three go-to-market brands they sell to. And the factory in Taiwan assembles components out of mainland China, including the motherboard, which is basically the frontal lobe of a computer. So when you vote on these machines in America, what you're voting on, the machine's motherboard was made in a CCP plant in communist China, and the software is really owned by the Venezuela, by some, fo- some folks back in Venezuela tied to the cartel. Smartmatic is just their commercial front, and then through a series of corporate mergers and acquisitions and licensing agreements and such and divestments, Smartmatic is the operating system inside the three different people whose machines you can use. So it's all your control. You're voting on stuff made by the communist Chinese and uh, Hugo Chavez's people back in Venezuela. And it's all set to be rigged. It's all able to be rigged. And we can prove that now. Just stay tuned. 
So that's my next question. Someone once told me what is inspected is respected. So there are rules and regulations. And I would say, I mean, you know, Salem Media was uh, was involved in that 2000 Mules uh, movie. You are out there beating the drum on the software and, and the voting machines. Do you think it's going to make a hill of beans in the 2024 election? And if so, how? Yes, we because we have the difference now. We have we have it. We have everything that you know. Sydney Powell came off half cocked and didn't do her homework and didn't cross her T's and dot her I's and didn't write very good briefs. But at the end of the day, your people are going to learn that her claims were true, and we have all the proof of that now. Uh, so, and it is going through the legal process. You will, you'll be hearing about this in the new year. I think before we get to the elections, you're going to see all these machines shut down. There'll be a court. We have the, the proof that is so definitive. You'll see all these machines shut down. You cannot vote. We cannot vote on these machines at all. We have to go back to pencil and paper. So we have the proof. It's been a long time, three years developing every piece of it. It's all in the hands of the government. Now people in the government are processing on it and you will see, uh, you will see action in the new year, early in the new year, I believe. Okay, let's go. Uh, my only, my only caveat, and my only, I guess, butterfly in the stomach about that is when you say it's in the hands of the government. How do you know who the good and bad actors are? You need a program these days, that's for sure. But I have good news: the government's breaking our way. The people are breaking from the institutional leadership. The institutional leadership, the commissars, the political appointees, are well. Even they, some of them are not. So uh, they understand they're on a sinking ship. But across the government, in the different agencies you hear about and know about, people are breaking from the institution and doing things, doing things, not 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 standing down when they're. Uh, and you know, there's a very major case people need to be paying attention to. It's down in Florida, in Miami. You can Google this: DOJ Smartmatic Philippines. There's a criminal comp- complaint active in Florida regard from that says that the. Smartmatic bribed the Philippines in 2016. Okay. And a ju- when it's a criminal complaint, it means a judge has that, a federal judge, and this guy's a Trump appointee, has that case. And there's no way the attorney general can call a U.S. attorney and make him drop the case, but the attorney general cannot call a federal judge and make him drop the case. It's in the hands of a judge. And he's not the only one. There's judges all over the country. Not just judges, people within the three-letter agencies. But anyway, we now we it is now in positions that they cannot pry it out of. So let's let's pivot here. We've got about three and a half minutes on this on the side of this side of the next break, and then we've got about eight minutes. Um, I'm going to read this to you. It started off as a typical deep capture intrigue. This one set in Europe with whistleblowers whispering in the backs of airport hotel bars, stakeouts in obscure Swiss hamlets and back alley brush passes in Eastern Europe capitals. It ended with proof that is a liver punch to Garland's politicized Department of Justice. What is that liver punch? The liver punch is Jack Smith, before he was prosecuting Trump. I'll tell you three things about him. And the first two we know, the third we strongly infer. The first one is, while he was over, before he was going after Trump, he was the American prosecutor in the International Criminal Court in The Hague. There, what he was doing was blackmailing people in Eastern Europe. He was sending his Albanian goon to see them, to say, Jack Smith knows that you killed two people in a village in Kosovo in 1997, and he's going to indict you 
unless you put 400 grand in a briefcase, I'll take it back to Jack. It goes away. Wow. That in some cases it was 400 grand. It was as much as 7 million and 9 million were paid in Bitcoin. We have a couple of whistleblowers, four of whom have given great affidavits, detailed, detailed affidavits with corroborating banks and texts and bank statements and all kinds of things. So super corroborated from four, uh, whistleblowers spread across Europe that this happened to them. And they've been on the phone with Jack Smith. They've heard his voice, et cetera. The second thing to know is that this was all given to the DOJ 18 months ago. And it was given by a, a European whistleblower. He was went to the DOJ, then to the American embassy in Spain. They got him a phone call. He thought it was with the internal affairs of the DOJ, a guy named Alan Tigger. They did this 90-minute Zoom call where everything was laid out and it, nothing happened. It turns out Alan Tigger's not internal affairs. Alan Tigger's Jack Smith's number two. Oh. So how would you like to pour your guts out to the DOJ about a dirty prosecutor? And it turns out that they had to do it to that guy's aid. And that gets us to point number. And we know that because against the DOJ instructions, they video, they uh, taped the Zoom call. So we have the entire Zoom call, and it's, the transcript is in that whistleblower complaint up on Deep Capture, and the transcript's dynamite. They had all of this. And so we know those two claims, and I'll end quickly on the third. The third claim, which I can only infer, but I would bet long odds this is true, is once they had this all on Jack Smith 18 months ago, Merrick Garland called him home and said, listen, you son of a gun, we know what you're doing in Europe. We're going to put you in prison the rest of your life, or else you're going to bring a prosecution against Donald Trump, which would explain why he has brought this prosecution on really novel legal theories that, you know, he, you know the, the, the 91 indictments against Trump, at least 89 of them are totally nonsense. And, you know, they, the stuff on handling classified documents, they may have some picadillos on them, but everything else is nonsense. You know, they have normally a RICO case is when one gangster says about 15 another, seconds, hey, Pat. Okay. Hey, Luigi, rub out Tony for me. Yep. In 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 Trump's case, is like he asked Mark Meadows for someone's phone number, and Meadows gave it. So that's the cooperation that makes it Rico. That's crazy. Jack Smith's doing it because he's being blackmailed to do it. More with Patrick Byrne on the other side of the break. Hey, thank you for sticking with us. You're getting a treat right now. Uh, I'm joined by Patrick Byrne. Uh, he created created Deep Capture, and uh, we just went over some of the details of uh, a report titled, Is Extortionist Jack Smith Being Extorted to Pursue Trump? And uh, Patrick went to great lengths in detail. Uh, it went into great detail, not great lengths, uh, to really talk about uh, three meaningful pieces of, of uh, this scenario. And uh, let me ask you this, Patrick, where – are things right now with Jack Smith? Very interesting. As far as this, well, three days after we, we sent that in, he went to the Supreme Court, not three days, five, six days after we sent that in, he went to the Supreme Court and tried to accelerate things, which one could take as a sign that he knows the ground is dissolving beneath his feet. We have him dead to rights on that. You can go to Deep Capture, and at the bottom of my short essay, which I explained how we got this information, why I've really, people who follow my movements on social media know I've been in Europe much of this year and they've all been wondering why, now they know. Um, the ground is dissolving beneath his feet. 
We mailed that Federal Express for the personal attention of five different inspector generals within the government, the DOJ inspector general, the State Department inspector general, the, the intelligence community inspector general, the CIA inspector general, and a, and a more general purpose one called the Office of Professional Responsibility across D.C. And we've received one answer from the DO, this is hilarious, from the DOJ inspector general, unsigned, an unsigned answer, saying this is not in our bailiwick because it's not our jurisdiction because if he did this, it was when he was not a DOJ employee. <laughs> so they're taking the position that he was a prosecutor for decades. Then he, he was seconded over to the International Criminal Court in The Hague as the American prosecutor. Mm-hmm. They paid his salary, but they're saying, well, he wasn't an American that, a prosecutor then, and then he came back. That's a little bit like they're saying if you told the DEA, hey, the senior official you have is really Pablo Escobar. And they said, well, you know, we're not, it's not our jurisdiction what he did before he was in the DEA. It would be a silly answer. That's how silly their answer is. It's unsigned, and not one of the other four people have uh, responded. They have to by law, incidentally. We're going to be going to a judge. They, each, of those, each of those inspector generals, has, by law, has to respond in writing. Wow. This is bombshell stuff. Uh, uh, DeepCapture.com, uh, extortionist Jack Smith is being extorted to pursue Trump. And that's your claim, that he uh, was overseas and was taking bribes uh, for either taking action or not taking action and right. was caught red-handed, brought back to the United yeah. States and told, look, you can either go to prison or you can go after Donald Trump. Yeah, that last thing is only an inference, but knowing how Washington works, I'm quite confident. I know with 100% confidence, well, I've sat interviewed the whistleblowers myself in Europe and found them and such, and they, I believe them, and they're super solid in their stories. Even They don't know each other. Some of them, most of them don't know each other. There's many more than four, but they all have the same story. Four have given us these detailed affidavits. Then I'm, And so I'm sure of that. I'm sure that DOJ has this all because I've listened to the tape and read the transcript of the call where this was all turned over. And I can only infer that what's happened is the DOJ, the reason they did nothing was they used it to blackmail them, which is really how Washington works. The Clintons brought this to Washington. Blackmail is a very big part, a mm-hmm. portion of the currency of Washington these days, by the way. And I would also go to this length. They also have their friends in the press that go out and bully and badger and besmirch people. And I'll tell you a real quick example. You might get a chuckle out of this. Um, <clears throat> when you start, when you go out onto the web and you start searching for the Department of Justice and uh, Smartmatic, it, it pulls up this article from this group called Semaphore. Now, many of you may not know who that is. That is a group create. That is a, a news outlet created by Ben Smith. Well, when these accusations were made, um, Semaphore contacted uh, law enforcement and said, "Hey, is there an investigation?" And they said, "We're not going to comment." So they took that no comment, and here's what Ben Smith said. The Department of Justice is not investigating claims that Smartmatic rigged election results in the Philippines, much less in the United States. And then he goes on. Interesting point. Ben Smith is actually a guy who came after me when he was with the New York Times and wrote a hit piece on me. He's also the guy that released the fake uh, steel dossier at BuzzFeed. Uh, that really, oh, really was the impetus, yeah, to Donald Trump. So this is what happens, right? He's like, on the payroll. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That leads into, well, uh, let you me know, ask you. By the way, just to give you, don't ever, when these people say, well, that's been debunked. De- that's such a silly term. Their debunking <laughs> needs to be debunked. All these things. They say, so they say, well, Smartmatic's not involved in American elections. You can look here. It only runs the elections in one place, Los Angeles. 
that's a superficial journalist. Yep. Smartmatic software is inside all the machines. So it yep. doesn't matter that they only run one company. Or they say Smartmatic's not Venezuelan. Look, it's a Delaware company. Yeah, it's a Delaware company followed by three Venezuelan software immigrants with money from Hugo Chavez. So that's what – but they say, well, here, we can show you it's a Delaware company. It's not Venezuelan. No, it's a Venezuelan company with Venezuelan money and Venezuelan dictator and Venezuelan software engineers owned by the – it's really owned by the National Election Congress of uh, – of Venezuela. So that these journalists, there's a reason that one can say a journalistic understanding referring to a very superficial, that's what we're talking about when, when you talk about Ben Smith. Yep. Yep. I would agree with that. And, and by the way, that's been, his debunk has been debunked since he wrote yeah. that piece. So um, let me ask you this. We're, we've got a couple, of, uh, a couple of minutes here. Are there any other big kabooms coming in 2024? We've talked about the Smartmatic machines. We've talked about Jack Smith being found out. Is there anything else on the horizon? Yeah, there's a big one. There's a big one. This was all started in the fall of 2015. By, so I'll t- in the fall of 2015, the deep state began a coup to take over the American government. I was part of it. I worked for the deep state. This is this big revelation that I've kept secret, but I've decided, given where we are, and some, <laughs> some people told me it was time, that I came forward. I worked for the FBI and other parts of government. And I've been involved in a lot of this and I was doing things. I set up Hillary Clinton in a bribe and an $18 million bribe around new year's. Anyway, there's a long magazine article about it, which I will send you. It's, it's a 85 page interview with me that came out a few months ago. Mike Flynn said the day after the Durham non report was delivered, he called me up at seven in the morning and said, Patrick, you know, if there's if there's anything they can say in this year story, it's time that you do some interviews. And so I did some interviews, and it turned into this 85-page piece and then the launch issue of a new magazine called Capital Times Magazine. And uh, it, it's it's called DHS Domestic Extremist Number One Comes Clean. And that has in it that I bribed Hillary Clinton $18 million, and I set up the Russian... Uh, the whole fake Russian hoax, I set it up on behalf of Peter Strzok and James Comey. And it's all in that magazine, as well as lots more things. So Holy I'll send you that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. And it's just beginning to really get some circulation. So after we get off. Okay, yeah, I, we, we're, we're up against it here. We've got about 30 seconds. But first of all, when you send it over, I'm going to go through it. Can we get you back uh, maybe after Christmas to, to go over all those details? This is this is. Uh, earth-shattering. $18 million, and they used it to blackmail her. This all started around Thanksgiving 2015, an internal coup from within the government to take over the, the, the government, and I was part of it. Wow. I will, uh, <laughs> I will say thank you for investing time with us today, and we absolutely will have you back. Patrick Byrne, uh, thank you so very much. Thank you so much, Jeff. I'll, I'll be back. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, uh, I hope you will stay. I hope you will be back because our number two is up next and uh, we'll be joined by two special educators, uh, not special education, but I call them special because they are delivering classical education in Ohio at a time when our kids need education, not social emotional learning. So you'll learn about what's coming up in Dublin and how you can partake in that. So stay tuned.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.